Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today, Ab Brant Ricca of Nor Lee. Brant, it's awesome to have you on the show. Great to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Brant so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Brant hails from the Tappahannock, Virginia area via Gonzales, Louisiana. And he has been in Washington, D.C. For, t- for nine years. With a background in events and marketing, two years ago, he launched Norley by Brant Ricca, Norley being his grandmother, who was a Louisiana socialite and a business owner herself. Starting solely as an events company, Brant has traveled the road most business owners do in the beginning and has constantly evolved and has has been noticed many times in the media for it and it's led him to what is now a creative marketing agency norley by brant ricka brant are you ready to speak to the imco community of course awesome let's do it so to kick everything off i wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit hear a little bit more about what led you to get started with your business and all the awesome things that you're doing yeah definitely um so like you said i've been in dc for nine years and i moved here for a a job and over the course of working there, I made a bunch of connections in the community. Um, I was a chair for the Human Rights Campaign National Dinner. I was a chair for the 17th Street Festival, which then led to all these connections in the events world. And then from there, I formed the Allison Gala uh, four years ago, which was a memory of a family friend, uh, Allison Ryan, who passed of triple negative breast cancer at the age of 28. Mm. Uh, so I created the gala, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was very transparent with everyone that came on board that first year to help me of that this was my first time building an event from the ground up and there were a lot of mistakes and a lot of um, failing fast and learning from those mistakes uh, and then it was covered uh, in the media the first year by Washingtonian and then the second year and that was just this passion project on the side while working full time and then the second year I decided to create my own events company because I was always doing events in some capacity or the other in a volunteer endeavor uh, and so I debuted Norley at the second annual Allison Gala uh, which was also covered again by the media that year as well um, and then here we are today which is kind of led down this crazy path of marketing and all the craziness that comes to being creative yeah absolutely well definitely obviously you know sorry to hear all that but I, I i appreciate you and i respect you for being like that true entrepreneurial person that takes something sometimes the difficulties that happen in life but is able to kind of make it into something that is in remembrance of, of somebody like that and be able to kind of create a whole business around it as well too so it's definitely yeah, awesome yeah definitely and the allison gala is uh i'm not gonna be happening this year with everything that's been going on but uh, it'll be in its fourth year next year. Awesome. And uh, this past year was at the Four Seasons, and that was covered by Modern Luxury Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next year will be happening again in September, so year four. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I definitely, everybody's looking forward to that. And I know with the events company, you mentioned that you know you, you went through a lot of like ups and downs in the very beginning, trying to figure out what to do and not to do. And I'm sure when people come to the events, they don't see all the things that wrote up into being that. So, yeah. could you take us through a little bit more on um, exactly like how you serve your clients, exactly what you do, and then how exactly some of those behind the scenes things come to fruition? Yeah. So the when the events company started, it was strictly just events and 
the shtick was that I would create my own events that were a Norley produced event. So I had full creative control over what happened there and it was ticketed to the public and I and it always benefited some form of a nonprofit. Um, and then I was also hired to do events by clients. So whether it be like a holiday party or I did a wedding uh, for Eric Fanning, the first openly gay secretary of the army. When I, that was my first event when I started. Nice. And uh, yes, definitely was a huge learning curve and mm-hmm. uh, kind of adjusting to the fast pace of DC, with, which is, you know, events. But um, yeah, so I enjoyed more so the events I created myself, mm-hmm. just because those were events where I had the full control over everything. Uh, and it, but it was, like you said, a lot of work. Uh, especially because they were always benefiting a nonprofit, having to raise sponsorships, you know, to pay for the services from vendors, and then just make sure ticket sales were also um, hitting expected goals. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think, yeah, like I said, you know, so many times you don't see everything that it takes to get to that event right, yeah. and kind of that process in, in which it, it takes. But I, I think it's kind of a reminder, at least to me, and I feel like everybody who's listening to this as well, too, is that a lot of times you may not have or know all the steps that it takes to get to where you want to be. But it's kudos to you and to every entrepreneur that really does phenomenal things to be able to just kind of take those steps and go forward. Yeah. And I was every you can ask everyone who I worked with right in the beginning. I told all of them, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So like, <laughs> just if you have any good or if I was speaking to, say, a caterer mm-hmm. or another vendor that I've never worked with before, it, I, I felt like it, what went in my favor was being just very transparent about, this is my first time doing this, right. uh, so bear with me <laughs> while yeah. I figure it out. Yeah, and I think that's, again, a kind of a great reminder because I, I don't think that so many times being an entrepreneur and starting something, you kind of have to have a balance between having the ego and wanting to start something, believing you can create something great, but at the same time, understanding to have that humility and to be able to say, hey, this may be my first time or, hey, I'm building this, uh, so, you know, bear with me. So I think that having that balance definitely helps out as far as being yeah, successful. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, as a business or as an individual? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, well, I will say uh, as a business, I feel like, and this kind of carries over to my personal life, I'm always trying to uh, better myself in terms of evolving just because we as people change, like who we are at, I'm 33, mm-hmm. it's not who I was at 30. Um, I feel like every year is just different. So I feel like as I've grown up and changed personally, I kind of carry that over to my professional life as well. Because as people change who are business owners, their needs change. So you kind of have to keep up with that and roll with the punches, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's something that we sometimes kind of forget that we evolve as people. I'm 33 as well, too. So thank God I'm not who I was at 30 right. or at 25 right. or so on and making those same kind of mistakes. But I think it's it's beautiful to kind of see that and, and kind of make sure you focus on that. But I think that also our businesses evolve, too, and kind right. of respecting that. And as that evolves and changes. Yeah, definitely. And I, I've, uh, you know, I heard not too long ago that the secret to success is to uh, just be open to where life takes you rather than go against it. Mm-hmm. So, because success is a process, right? So it's kind of just kind of maintaining that mentality, right? Because when you start a business, like I did for sure, and as most likely every single business owner has as well, uh, you have this idea in your head of what it's going to be, and it's almost like I compare it to like a new apartment. Sometimes, like you move into your apartment, your apartment's not how you want it until maybe like six months later or like a year later, in terms of getting to know the space. And you're kind of having to get to know yourself while you're in this business and evolve with kind of where the business takes you. Because where Norley stands today is not at all what I thought it would be. And I wouldn't have thought I would ever be doing this. 
yeah. in terms of a, a creative marketing agency. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that it, it speaks to a lot of the evolution process, as we talked about, of ourselves as individuals, but of the business and being open to that evolution. Because I think so many times, if you're really hard pressed, this is what I'm going to do. There's a time and place for that to be able to kind of push through. But I think also understanding, like, um, I've always heard, like, the true sign of power is not the rock, it's water. Because water is formless, it can move around and do all those things. So it kind of seems like that's what you've had as your experience with the business. Yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely been a... a a, a travel road yeah yeah <laughs> Fritz Morley so yeah yeah absolutely and, and, and I know you mentioned that kind of the creative agency as well too can you speak more to that for people that may not be familiar with exactly what that is and what that looks like yeah so uh, when I started the company uh, I started it in full time in September 2018 mm. and in December 2018 I launched a tab on the Norley website called Norley and DC mm-hmm. and it was a blog and every month I would feature someone that I was working with or maybe a client who was like a nonprofit that maybe they wanted to garner awareness. And we, I, I had a journalist who wrote for the blog and uh, so she would interview these people and we just, and photographers went along with her and the photos were just very like stock photos, like just, you know, pose almost like headshot type. Yeah. Uh, and I did that for a few months and then so that was December 2018 and April 2019 I got super bored mm-hmm. with just the photography Yeah. and so I was going to be featuring a colleague of mine who draws renderings for interior designers right. and he was also uh, going to be uh, drawing a picture of an event I was going to do to kind of show guests what the event would look like and so I really wanted to kind of get creative with his photo shoot so we met at the Carnegie Institute for Science and mm-hmm. Um, the vibe and theme was running on creativity and he was behind me jumping back and forth I think 50 times (laughs) and we got an amazing shot to where the Carnegie actually messaged our Instagrams because they were watching from the security cameras (laughs) and um, uh, complimented Matt on his Matt Hops and um, (laughs) So from that photo shoot, though, I had people coming up to me at the gym in the grocery store. Literally on DuPont Circle, someone stopped me. Mm-hmm. And so then I started doing that every month of the blog. I would do whoever I was featuring. We would get creative about it and have it tailored to them, who they were. Uh, and then after getting more and more attention for these, I was like, I should turn this into a service for the company. Mm-hmm. So then I started, uh, whenever media would cover an event I was doing... Um, I actually would style my own photo shoots and then submit those to the magazine rather than just giving them photo, uh, stock photos of previous years or things like that. Uh, so the photo shoots really became a thing that was became a passion that I didn't know that I had. Right. And I really throw myself into them. So, for example, I... Norley's is like classic styles mm-hmm. so I'm constantly like reading like vintage life magazines and mm-hmm. old vogues and uh, old movies I feel like I heard once and it was from um, David Bowie and he, his quote was that you know if you find yourself lost or stuck just go forget about it and just go immerse yourself in the culture mm-hmm. go see a live jazz band go mm-hmm. to another concert go to a great restaurant just live your life yeah. and then just wait to be inspired right. and so from that, hearing that years ago, I remember I was in an Uber when I heard that, yeah. and um, so I've kind of taken that with these photo shoots. So whenever I'm stuck on something, I just kind of go get lost somewhere, and you get ideas from those random things. Yeah. So um, photo shoots. So then clients start taking note of this, and then uh, businesses hired me on retainer to do their marketing, so to create content for their brand, which were these photo shoots, and then to help them with the social media execution 
on top of doing their events for them, like their you know, New Year's Eve gala or their holiday party or their company anniversary party. And then pre-COVID, um, I dropped the social media execution service just because mm-hmm. social media is a lot of work <laughs> right. and admittedly not my forte. <laughs> so, um, and uh, also dropped the events. So uh, I did lose all my clients, like most business owners did when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Then I think seven days I lost everyone. Oh wow! But, but those were mainly uh, so hotels are my clients, doctors' offices, mm-hmm. law firms, real estate brokerages, I, which I like because I feel like I'm working all over the spectrum with different people. Yeah. Um, so then during COVID, I used the time, like most business owners did, to kind of revisit my plan and to kind of figure out. What did I enjoy about Norley? What did I not enjoy about the company? And while events are what got a lot of the notoriety and what launched the company, it just wasn't where my heart was. It, like you said, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially, also, it was not a huge ROI because right. you have to pay vendors and things like that. And um, I realized that photo shoots were really where my passion was. And I actually remember a colleague of mine mm-hmm. telling me that I was crazy. And she was like, I don't know anyone who makes a living off of just doing photo shoots. Mm -hmm. Like, other than photographers, but, like, I'm not a photographer. Right. And so I was like, well, I feel like (laughs) if I crash and burn, I'll crash and burn. Right. And so I made that shift during quarantine. And then during quarantine, I actually had a bunch of new clients reach out to me. I didn't even... There was no, like, big fish I was going after. Mm -hmm. And so since then, I made the shift. I feel like... um, the way everything's just kind of evolved so seamlessly just means I'm on the right path with it all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Uh, So I actually uh, practice daily habits, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a common denominator that you'll find that most business owners or um, entrepreneurs do is to have consistent daily for me it provides structure right especially with the marketing agency you know uh, you can be all over the place one day mm. I'm sure as you as well I do uh, <laughs> so for me I need daily habits um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget so this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice it might be a piece of marketing advice you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine you would tell your younger business self um, I would tell myself to just relax <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Brad, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, I think being a CEO just means that you're chasing a dream Mm -hmm. Uh, and trying to, you know, get to that point that we all want to get to. But it's not, I feel like being a CEO is almost like being in a relationship with yourself, which we all obviously should be. But it's like being in a relationship with like another version of yourself. And I don't think that there's anything of, like, getting it to a certain point and, like, choring that up. I think when you get to maybe another level of that version of yourself, it's just kind of to keep evolving with it. Because I did, most certainly, personally, myself, this last year of the business, have learned so much about myself in terms of... Because there's going to be things you don't like about being a CEO. Like, I am not great at managing people <laughs> in terms I want to I want everyone to like me and I want to be everyone's best friend mm-hmm. and you can't do that <laughs> all the time
Truly appreciate that definition, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can find uh, everything you're doing and get a hold of you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you can find us on social at Norley DC, N-O-R-A-L-E-E-D-C. Um, our website's currently under construction right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so you can find us online on social and kind of with all of our clients all over the um, internet right now. And you can look for us um, at Modern Luxury Washingtonian and uh, occasionally Middle Life magazine. And fingers crossed, you eventually see in the post. So. There we go. <laughs> that's, that's my goal. That's my goal this year is the post. I got him. I got him crossed too as well too, and we'll speak it into existence. But I truly appreciate that uh, brand and all the awesome things you're doing. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well too. But definitely, we're all works in progress, and we're all trying to get better. So I thank you. I thank you for reminding us of how we take those steps to do that and do that in an authentic and true way. So truly appreciate you, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.